0: Good morning, Christian America. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about healing, not just any healing, but the healing that Jesus provides. As we go through step by step in the New Testament, this week, we pick up where we left off last week, where Jesus is healing those around him. What does it mean? What is true healing? How do we receive his healing? We'll talk about that and more here on the podcast today. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Welcome to the podcast. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American t-shirt company. Coming to you once again on another beautiful Wednesday. As you can see, we're outside on location today. Um, and there's a reason for that. Because when we, uh, when we have the opportunity to broadcast outside, we take it. Uh, because there is a healing that takes place. You know, sunlight, fresh air. Uh, Being out in the elements, it revives us, it inspires us, it heals us some sort, in in, in some way, some shape, some form, some fashion. And today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're continuing this Wednesday down the New Testament in uh, in Matthew chapter 8, picking up where we left off last Wednesday. And if you recall last Wednesday in matthew chapter 8 jesus is coming down from the mountain he has issued out his beatitudes he's given uh in details uh, explicit information on how to live and how to love and how to take care of one another and how to fast and and how to pray and how not to judge others but but don't let sin go either right so he's given all these directives he's given all this guidance and now he in last week at the beginning of chapter eight he's coming down from the mountain with his disciples around him, and the first thing he does is he heals. He heals the leper. The leper falls down to his knees with such faith and said, and, and, and tells Jesus, "If you will it, you can clean. You can cleanse me. You can make me clean." And Jesus, being the ma- uh, 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 compassionate, merciful, loving God that he is, cleanses the leper. Because of his faith, not because the the leper had had done something uh, spectacular in his life. Quite the opposite, the lepers were shunned in Jesus's time. But Jesus shows compassion to the leper, and he heals him. And then after that, the Roman centurion comes to Jesus, a pagan in beliefs, not a Jew, but a pagan, and he falls down before Jesus and says, and, and tells Jesus. You, I am not fit that you should enter under my roof but only say the word and my servant who is sick, who is ill who I care about will be healed and Jesus says something miraculously, uh, miraculous to him and he says that in all my time here here in Israel that I have never found anyone with such great faith so there he was on the mountain with his followers with his disciples listening to his words thirty some odd years on this earth at this time and this centurion, the pagan, the Roman the oppressor of men falls down before him and has so much faith in Jesus that Jesus is, is so impressed with him he says that I've never seen anyone in Israel with so much faith as you and he blesses him and at that moment the servant was healed how wonderful is that and as we look at uh, Matthew chapter 8 verse 14 this week Jesus goes on healing he goes on healing and I want y'all to pay attention to this message that we're going to deliver it says When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her. That's power. That's power in Jesus. Fever at this point could be deadly. There's no antibiotics. There's no medication. But Jesus is able to walk in there, merely touch her hand, and she's healed now and what does she do because of Jesus's grace and mercy on her does she run off and and go do something for herself does she uh, run off and continue whatever else she was doing for that day or she had planned for her own wishes for her own wants her own ambitions her own temptations Does she continue to do that What's the first thing that she did? What is the only thing that the scripture tells you that she did? She got up and began to wait on him. She did good works for Christ who has healed her. We are called, ladies and gentlemen, to do good works for Christ who has healed us. By dying for us on a cross By suffering for us Has healed us Can cleanse us Can provide a pathway For us The only pathway for us Into the kingdom of heaven For eternity That's what he does for us And once he does it Are we supposed to continue on with our day? Are we supposed to continue on with our own wants and our own ambitions and our own temptations? Or are we supposed to turn around and and serve Him? Do good works for Him? Peter's mother-in-law went straight to work for Him. And she's mentioned 2,000 years later. Categorized throughout history that the mother-in-law of Peter waited on Jesus Christ was healed by him and then served him it also says in verse 16 when, he, when evening came many who were demon possessed were brought to him and he drove out spirits with a word and healed the sick this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet isaiah quote unquote he took up our infirmities and bore our diseases jesus's power knows no limits jesus's mercy knows no limits jesus's kindness and his love and his compassion are never ending are never failing they cannot be taken away. They can only be given away when you choose to turn them away. Jesus heals everyone. And it's healing today that I want to bring up a subject or, or an, an idea that I've been thinking about lately that's kind of frustrating. And you know, sometimes I deal in... I uh, have conversations about medications. And there, there's many types of sicknesses. You know, Physical illnesses, mental illnesses, emotional, spiritual sicknesses. And what we see here is that Jesus can heal all of them. But why don't we believe that? Why doesn't the rest of the world... Why doesn't the world believe... That Jesus heals, and I equate it to uh, physicians, to, to doctors, to pharmacists. If I have a, if I if I have an experimental drug that decreases post-traumatic stress disorder by twenty percent. That's a huge deal in the world. If we had a drug like that, if we had a drug, and, and I'm and maybe we do, maybe we have pharmaceuticals out there that estimate that two out of every ten people who that have post traumatic stress get healed by this pill. That's a breakthrough, ladies and gentlemen. That would be seen as a breakthrough. Out of the 50 million people that suffer from PTSD, 20% of them could be cured. And you would think, oh my, oh my goodness. This is a marvel. This is a miracle. This is a, an innovative, uh, unbelievable accomplishment. Modern science has done it again. They have struck it gold. They have found a a medicine or a a group of chemicals that can change some people's brains. And that they will not suffer from post-traumatic stress. Or whatever illness you want to talk about. Any, Any drug that helped 20% of its patients would be seen as a success. What about the other 80%? We don't like to talk about that. But nonetheless, you'll see people on TV, and you'll see the commercials, and you'll hear the the doctors and the quote-unquote smart people, and they'll talk about medications they'll talk about pharmaceuticals they'll talk about injections and they'll talk about surgeries and they'll talk about whatever they're going to talk about in order to heal people and they trot out one person or two people or th- just say ten they say they, they, they trot out ten people that all say this thing worked for me it healed me eddie it healed me okay i don't doubt your motives i don't doubt your integrity But how come when I tell you that there's millions of people that have turned to Christ, that have turned to the good book, that have turned to Scripture, that have turned to God, who have turned to Jesus, have given their life to Him, that fall down on their knees at least once a day and pray to a living, breathing Jesus who pray? For the Holy Spirit to enter them and to heal them. To pray to a God who is active in our lives. Who is here day in and day out. He's lifting us up and strengthening us and testing us and doing all these things to better us in this life. When I can bring up hundreds of millions of people that can concretely with, with totally, honestly, with all fiber in their being, with all fiber in their heart say that Christ has healed them that Christ has taken their pain away that Christ has taken their anxiety away that Christ allows them to sleep at night that Christ has healed them emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically psychologically those same people that talk about that 20% dismiss me why do they why do they dismiss christ why do they dismiss the healing power that he possesses you can turn on christian american radio and no matter where you're at across the country and i guarantee you that christian american radio is going to run stories over and over and over and over about how people they're gonna have take in callers they're gonna take in uh they're gonna uh bring in uh people that donate their time and their money to the cause of christianity and christian americanism across the nation Over and over, you're going to hear stories about how Christ healed them, how they were in a lost place, how they they were found through Christ, how their family was torn apart, how their alcoholism was gone too far from their drug addiction that had them gripped by Satan. Their families were torn apart. Their minds were torn torn apart. They weren't thinking clearly. They couldn't do that. They couldn't function properly they couldn't make friends in this world they couldn't uh, carry on conversations they couldn't be promoted they couldn't uh, you know concentrate in class they couldn't break the spell they couldn't break the chains that Satan had on them but through Jesus through Christ through the scripture through the good book the way the truth and the life. Has seen them through those times, has cured them of their ills. And nobody wants to give any credence to that. It's frustrating to us Christian Americans. We see the healing power of Christ every day, we can be happy in our lives. That happiness comes from from the happiness of knowing that there's a God watching over us. And that we give faith to him. That we look to him for guidance and he does not fail us. That the blessings that he has in store for us already exist. It's a matter of us reaching out and taking them. Reaching out and and, and accepting those gifts that he's given. That That healing that he's given. That peace that he's given. That happiness that he's given. Even if it's it's struggle at the beginning. We know and we have faith. That in the end. God's got our back. That. is is, Is the message for today. The message for today is that Christ heals. I know it because I've seen it. I know it because I've felt it. I know it because it's happened to me. I know it because it's happened to people that I know. And the last time I checked, any time I've seen people turn to Christ, they've been healed. They've been healed in a way that has been indescribable. They've been healed in areas that people didn't even know was broken. They've been fixed in areas. People didn't know was broken They've been healed in places That people didn't know they were sick That's the power of a living God That's the power of the cross That's the power of faith We're not batting 20% Christ doesn't bat 20% Christ bats 100% 100% of the people that reach out to him Are saved a hundred percent of the people that reach out for him are healed. A hundred percent of the people that reach out for him achieve a state of being that only that all the others wish they would achieve. Knowing when you know that God exists, when you know that he was sent here to save you, when you know that he died for your sins, when you know that the book and the scripture that he put together is the is the lifeblood, is the pathway to happiness and meaning and, in, and in meaning and purposefulness. When you know that with all the fiber in your heart and all the fiber in your being, when you know that if you listen to his word and his example and you and you follow it, your life becomes extraordinary. It becomes exponentially better your family becomes exponentially better your work becomes exponentially better your friendships your relationships become exponentially better your life my friends becomes exponentially better you can continue to keep running headfirst into those walls you can continue to keep trying to swim upstream by yourself you can continue Digging and digging and digging for that gold, for that buried treasure by yourself. And at the end of the day, you're going to have nothing to show for it except a headache and a bad back. But when you let Christ do the digging for you, when you let Christ move the obstacles for you, when you put your faith and your trust and your love in him, my God, all things change. The world becomes a brighter place. You want to be outside. You want to be in the world. Be around His goodness. Take in that fresh air. See the plants and the trees and the animals that He has graced this earth with. To take stock of what He's given us when you put Christ in your heart when you put Christ in your life when you do as these sinners have done as the leopard did as uh, the centurion did as Jesus's mother-in-law did you get up and you work for Christ when you get up and you work for Christ he pays you it ain't money it's meaning its purpose if anybody caught my speech at George Washington University this past weekend, I specifically told an auditorium, a, a uh, arena full of people, that when you have faith in God, He gives you an abundance beyond your wildest imagination. And I didn't tell them an abundance of stuff. An abundance of money An abundance of things Abundance of cars and clothes No, no, I said an abundance of meaning And purpose Because that's what Christ brings He brings meaning and purpose to your life And when you have meaning And you have purpose And you have Christ to guide the way You're healed You're healed in every way that you can be healed You're healed and on your way To riches in heaven Eternity with our Father. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the message of this Wednesday. Matthew 8, verse 14. That Jesus heals. And he heals many. And he doesn't bat 20%. People on earth, you know, they they score 20%. They get 20% of it right. Jesus gets 100% of it right. As always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, if you want to contribute to ChristianAmericanTeas.com, go to ChristianAmericanTeas.com and purchase a Christian American Tea tank sweatshirt or hoodie, coffee mug, iPhone case. Let us know what kind of phone you have. If it's a Samsung or an iPhone, we get a case out there to you. If you cannot... Go to ChristianAmericaTees.com. You can always go to any one of our social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Anchor, Spotify for the podcast, the audio only podcast, Spotify, uh, Apple iPod, uh, Apple uh, Podcast, Google Podcast. Go to YouTube.com. Subscribe to the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. That's what we need. We need more followers. We need more uh, witnesses to Christ. Witnesses to his goodness. Witnesses to his healing. So that we can spread that message. So that you can take this message and go, wait a minute. Why is it? that the drug companies or the pharmaceutical companies or the medical companies or the medical practitioners or the nurses or the doctors, they all do claim that, you know, it's helping 20% of the people, helping 25% of the people is some kind of breakthrough. But how come when Jesus saves millions, we pretend like it doesn't exist? We pretend that like it doesn't matter. Ask yourself how many people have turned to Christ that have truly turned to Christ And are not healed Are not healed in the heart Not healed in the mind Not healed in the spirit The answer is There is none who doesn't go healed He heals everyone And with that ladies and gentlemen Continue to support the Christian American community Go to ChristianAmericanTeams.com Go to any of our uh, Social media platforms Leave us a comment Leave us a message if you've got a, a topic or something that you want to discuss, if something's out there that's on your mind that you would like us to bring to you or discuss or to read about or anything, anything that's on your mind whatsoever, please leave us a note, send us a direct message, uh, DM us on Twitter, whatever the case may be. Uh, we're more than happy to hear from each and every one of you. The Christian American community is growing. It's on fire. Less than a year ago, we had about 1,000 followers. We are upwards of over 6,000 now on Facebook alone and probably another 1,000 on the other platforms. So we are growing. You are growing. We are making a difference. We are striking a nerve. This country is craving Christianity. This country is craving Christian Americanism, and you are at the forefront of that. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we wish you a great day. wish you a blessed day. Stay on fire. Stay lit for Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the light. He will heal. He does heal. Go out there and do good works for him. Until Friday, when we focus on the family, you guys stay blessed.